Hello. Hello, everyone. It's me. It's Jake. It's Monday. We knew this was going to happen. It seems like it happens every week, but uh, now it's but it's happening again. It's happening again, and uh, safe to say, we're going to have a great week, right? I think so. A bit tired. Been to the noon jujitsu class. Mondays are a real. So I feel the best I'm ever going to feel uh, for the week before the class and then after the class. Oh, it's back to a little bit of pain. Anyway, Jen, I see you. Keys, SpongeBob, no pants. Nice. Rachel, happy Monday. Uh, how was Friday's basketball game? Well, <clears throat> we lost. It was a real ass whooping. I can't remember the exact score, but it was something like 63 to 27 or something like that. Um, yeah. Uh, Dave, greetings to you. I see you here. Uh, Bob, happy paranormal day. Yeah, that's what we're going for. Ooh, alien visitations. Um, so had a pretty decent weekend. We went to the art museum yesterday. Lady Jerry and I had a little date for, for the day. Um, I'm going to get rid of this so we had a little date for the day yesterday. That was nice. Um, and, uh, it was good to go to the, uh, to the museum, see some art, see some other people seeing some art. Those are all good, uh, good things to do. Good ways to spend your time. And, uh, yeah, so we did that. Um, lady jury made a bacon and egg pie last night for dinner. Delicious. Uh, so that happened. I looked up some motivational things. I found a uh, letter from my father, as promised, on Friday. Oh, good, we got one of those to read. Brad, greetings to you. Uh, good to see you. I'm going to bring us up on the big screen here. Uh, turn the sound down. Uh, Brad, long time no see. Well, has it really been a long time? Um, it's been a long time since we've seen each other in person. That's for sure. And uh, it's going to be a while longer. I was talking to my friend Kimball today. He's in New Hampshire. The barn is back up and running. Running. Uh, he does shows in his barn there at his bed and breakfast. And uh, so there's talk about going to do that coming up. <laughs> Rich bacon and egg pie. What are the ingredients? Well, it's uh, bacon, eggs. You got your pie crust. You got your cheese. You got your tomatoes. Uh, I think there's a little bit of basil in there. Uh, pretty delicious. Pretty delicious. <laughs> oh, wait. This is the extended cut long makeup from Friday show. Shorts off. Oh, Dave. Oh, Dave. Good God. Please don't take your shorts off. Um, so what was I going to talk about today from... Oh, oh my back. <laughs> bit sore. Bit sore from the jujitsu. Um, so uh, I was going to talk Motivational Monday. Um I remembered a thing, and I can't remember I've talked about this before, but a friend of mine once said it when we were quite a bit younger. He said it to me because uh, we were, um, it might have been related to Problemos Romanticos. Um, raisin carrots and Brussels sprouts over vanilla ice cream bed? Oh, Bob, that doesn't sound so good. Oh, you think that's what the bacon and egg pie is? Nope, that's wrong. You're in full makeup, Jen. Wow, I bet you look fabulous. What's, did you just decide to 
go for it today? I think that's awesome. That's a motivational Monday right there. Just get your full, full maquillage on and, uh, and, uh, get out there and look your best. Yeah. Go out to the mailbox and see what happens, Jen. Some, some good's going to happen out there. Um, anyway, my friend once said this and what was that? It was, might've been problem, problemos romanticos. And, uh, I was trying to, um, I was hoping that someone would be more interested in me than it turned out that they were going to be. Uh, but that's okay. Don Hay to you. Um, Patience is bitter, but its fruit is sweet. I thought that was a good one um, because it's very difficult to be patient sometimes. To be patient when you want, when you desire an outcome, although we're not supposed to be trying to get an outcome. We're supposed to be falling in love with the process and let the outcomes take care of themselves. But uh, patience is bitter, but its fruit is sweet. So if you can be patient, um, you, your, your reward will be sweet. Uh, and then another thing I read about patience was do not give in to the seven emotions. And this was some uh, sort of samurai wisdom somewhere. Do not give in to the seven emotions. In order to be patient, you need to not give in to the seven emotions, which are hate, um, Hate, anxiety, anger, grief, fear. Those ones are the obvious ones uh, to not give in to when you're trying to be patient. Don't be hateful. Don't be anxious. Don't be angry. Don't, uh, don't worry about grieving or being afraid. But the other two emotions of the seven are adoration and joy. And why not give in to adoration and joy? I'm not sure. Uh, but maybe it's because it's going to distract you from your task of being patient. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Dave, everybody's, everybody's getting cranky in the, uh, I don't know exactly what's, what's happening here between you and Jen, Dave, but, uh, you, you might have to put your shorts back on, Dave. Um, <clears throat> Rich, you learned a new thing today. Best way to make French toast is to dip the bread into melted ice cream from Jacques Pepin. Uh, I've never heard of that, but I dip the bread in melted ice cream. I always thought it was eggs. Uh, Rachel, you've got a quote about patience. It's a slow process, but quitting won't speed it up. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Patience, it's a slow process, but quitting won't speed it up. No, quitting just makes things take longer. And then the problem with quitting also, right, is that uh, once you quit, uh, <laughs> it's just harder to start it back up. Better off not quitting. Don't give up. Uh, <laughs> Dave and everyone, never let a Facebook comment affect your life. Jen, yes, truer words were never said. You really got to watch out for those Facebook comments ruining our lives. They can get in there and F you up. So as I'm struggling to uh, get back into my stand-up, what was I, I was going to look at this. I found one of these quotes, my little quote thing here. Um, and this is, uh, the key factor is not whether one thing is right or wrong. It's mathematically impossible to know if one decision was better than the other unless you could live in two alternate parallel universes and then look back on both decisions' outcomes. The key instead, instead of worrying about 
if you, if you to do this or that is once you make the decision, make the decision when you do it, do it with intense passion, even if it turns out to be the wrong thing in the long run, uh, because you got to fully do it. If you're not going to do it, if you, if you're not going to fully do it, then don't do it. But if you're going to do it, go for it in full. I always think that that's true. So when I'm thinking about getting ready to go back on stage, I've decided that that's what I want to do. Get ready to go back on stage and then go on stage and see if that's really what I want to do. But I'm not going to be, I'm not going to allow fear um, or anger or grief or anxiety. I'm not really having adoration, joy or hate problems right now, but I'm not going to let fear, grief, anxiety or anger uh, keep me from going back to stand-up. Uh, so I'm going to get back on that horse, get back in that groove, get ready to go on stage by going over my act and my material. And then as soon as clubs open up in California, I'm going to get on stage and get back my stage legs. And then I'm going to go out and do some shows. And then if it turns out that uh, I'm not crazy about it, that the, that the decision wasn't uh, the right decision, then, uh, then I'm going to do something else. But uh, you got to fully do it. If you're going to do it, you got to fully do it with intense passion. So that's what I'm looking forward to doing, is stand up with an intense passion again. And then, uh, and then shortly after that, I may give up. But, <laughs> but maybe not. But maybe not. Uh, we'll see. Um, oh, now I can't see the comments here. Oh, there we go. Comments are back. So, um, so that was that. Oh, we're really, it's going to, it's going to be a tough, tough show unless you guys have some things to talk about here. Um, <laughs> Carol, greetings. Peck is here. Good to see you. Everybody's saying hello to everybody. You guys must have missed each other on uh, Friday because I had to jump off so quick. You wanted to have patience. If you wanted to have patience, you would have become a doctor, Don. Well, You've got to have patience if you've been watching this show over any period of time. Hey, Jake, have you taken any acting classes? Keys, yes, I have. I have taken, uh, I have taken acting classes. And uh, I've had a number of different acting teachers. Um, you're under a tornado watch, Jen. Uh, acting classes are pretty great. Uh, it's basically what you're doing when you're acting is pretending. You're trying to figure out what it would be like to be that person that you're being, and then you're pretending. And so my favorite acting teacher of the acting teachers I had would always describe it like that. He would say, what you're doing is simple, but that does not... A child can do it, acting. But that doesn't mean that it's easy, because when we're adults... Uh, and that's a, that's a good th that's a thing about a lot of things that going going getting yourself ready to swim in the cold ocean when the ocean was much colder is not uh, complicated it's very simple but it's not it's not easy you have to kind of just focus on it um, and with acting with pretending that you're this other person it's simple but it's not easy because our brains are distracted we always want to think about how we um, how how we're doing you know you're you're sort of doing it and you're watching yourself do it. And when you, which when you think about it, that is not the way uh, you go about your life. Well, <laughs> I, I would say I do spend a fair amount of my life watching myself do it while I'm doing it. But that's not the best way to go about your life. Let's just put it that way. That's not the best way to go about your life. You want to be uh, you want to be doing it and not watching yourself do it. You bought an e-bike on Saturday, Rich. Best purchase you've made in years. Yes, I do. Um, 
<laughs> I do I do enjoy my uh, e-bike that I ride. I've been I've been enjoying the real bike now, but yeah, bikes are bikes are great. E-bikes are are kind of terrific if you're getting back into biking. Uh, hopefully, you still have to move your legs a little bit. I, some of these e-bikes that are in, in our neighborhood riding around are like basically they're electric motorcycles. <laughs> Just nobody's even moving their legs, and it's a little bit. Uh, it's a little bit uh, scary when they're on the bike path zooming around at 30 miles an hour. Robinson, greetings to you, sir. Um, so salute to the e-bike, Rich. Congratulations on that. Jen, or jo- Joni, you're saying you're looking uh, to doing it with passion, too. I'm not sure what that is, but uh, I can't wait. Uh, Michael, greetings to you. Uh, Pick, did you hear that Bill and Melinda Gates are getting a divorce they're giving up. They must not watch the show. Pick? No, I hadn't heard that. Bill and Melinda are giving up? We watched that documentary about Bill and Melinda Gates, and it seemed like they had such a quality marriage. Although I do get it that uh, he... Um, I do get that uh, that Bill Gates is sort of... He does what he does. And it seems like she sort of does what she does. So maybe they just decided... Look, we're both rich. We can get a divorce. Maybe she didn't like the idea that he was going to give away all his money before he died. And so she's divorcing him so that she'll have half. And then she can pass that on to their kids. I'm not sure what's going on there. We'll have to look into this. But I didn't hear that pick. Thank you. And uh, I'm not sure that uh, marriages are all... I mean, not giving up is one of the key parts in staying married. (laughs) As I've said on stage before, the key to marriage is don't get a divorce. Uh... And because it's going to occur to you to get a divorce, just just don't do it. That would have been my advice to Bill or Melinda. I'm not sure whose idea it was, but uh, I think it, I think it might have been. A, you know, this is the problem with two very successful people who are busy out in the world. It's easy to start thinking like, um, why don't I get divorced? Because uh, Joni, Comedy Works is so open again, you're saying? Yes, I know. And I would be back to Comedy Works as soon as I get on stage and can get... I just can't take a booking at Comedy Works and then fly in there having not been on stage. I I need to feel like I'm going to be able to deliver a good show for the people who show up. And so that's why I'm waiting until I can get on stage here. But yes, I'm aware. Comedy Works is is open. I think I can go back to Minneapolis. I've spoken to the guy with the theater in Bozeman about getting booked there in 2022. That's when he's going to be doing live comedy shows again. And I spoke to my friend Kimball about going to his barn in New Hampshire. I know that, Bob, you'd be able to make that barn gig. Rachel, you're saying, and Mrs. Parker in the Vicious Circle, was I playing a character or playing myself, (laughs) like in the Aristocrats? Uh, Rachel, I was actually playing a character who was a real person. His name was uh, John Peter Tui, I think. And he was the guy who organized the first... Algonquin Roundtable lunch, and then was a regular participant there, and he was a publicist for Eugene O'Neill. I think I did get that line was made the cut into the movie, but I did have a. They filmed the the scene of the first Algonquin Roundtable lunch, and it was a big scene for me because my character got to go around and introduce everybody to everybody else. So I was in a lot of shots, and it would have been great exposure for me and I might have been able to then point to that and say look I did this so maybe now you could put me in your movie and feel like I'm not going to stuff it up but uh, I got to edit it out <laughs> not because of my performance I don't think but just because uh, they had they were committed to delivering a movie in I think under 
was it two hours or 90 minutes even? And so that scene didn't make it. But I was pretending to be this other guy. But uh, <coughs> I sounded just like me. Uh, I had a different haircut. Maybe even a haircut closer to this. To this. <coughs> mm. uh, Bob, you're saying, don't make Hawaii your first trip back to stand-up. The sticker shock might throw you off. You read that rental cars are so scarce that they're going for as much as $750 a day. Wow. I, that's surprising. I, I, How could there be so many people there that they don't have rental cars? <laughs> Robinson, you're waiting for the self-driving bicycle. It's probably going to be coming. I got a feeling we're going to, there's going to be, you're just going to step into a little closet and it's going to drive you around. We've got these little cocoa delivery carts. They're about as big as a cooler on these on four wheels and I think they've got a camera in the front and there's someone piloting but they they'll go to the restaurant pick up the food and this little cooler box box thing drives on the sidewalk around to your house to deliver your lunch so I think it's just a matter of time before there are those you get in there and you just sit down and you read your news feed and then all at once a bell dings and you open the door and you're at your friend's house um Bet <laughs> pick, you're stuck on the evil pinwheel. I'm sorry about that. Um, Joni, you're talking about me on stage. Oh, wait, you're talking about me on stage. Let me go up here. Um, yeah, no, I know. You're looking... Oh, you're looking... Uh, you're looking to me doing it with passion. I get it now. Yes, I understand. A little bit thick. Sorry about that. Um... Rich, you're saying you set the bike to the lowest setting on your ride to work every day. The ride to work is uphill and into the wind. It's nice to get to work and not be all sweaty. On your ride home, you don't even turn it on. Yeah, that's how, that's how I like uh, to use mine. I, that's what I was telling people. When I bought my e-bike when we only had one car, and so that was my basic transportation. And the nice thing about the e-bike, then, is that you do arrive somewhere without being completely pitted out from your ride. So... Um, <laughs> Jen, you're saying act like you have a gig tomorrow night. Go practice. Well, I don't know where am I going to practice in the middle in the living room. Pick you loved Mrs. Parker. It was a good movie if you knew uh, who the characters were. I wish that uh, he had been able to also make a like nowadays they could have cut that up into a three three hour long uh, little miniseries online. It would have been great. Uh, because he had so much terrific footage, Alan Rudolph directed it, and what it was just such a pleasure of an experience. I have friends, I have friends still that I met on that set. Um, <laughs> where are the rental cars in Hawaii going, Keys? Yes, I'd like to know that myself. But they're probably just driving around. I guess it's uh, mm. heard people are renting U-Hauls instead of uh, rental cars because it's less expensive. Jen, well, you guys will really know about what's going on in Hawaii. I have to read up on this. The other day, uh, Belinda was saying that she talked to her mother and was asking when we're going to come and visit in New Zealand. And it's like, well, we can't really come and visit in New Zealand until it's open. Right now, we still have to do a uh, two-week quarantine when we get there, and they're not vaccinated. So if they were vaccinated and we were vaccinated, it would be much easier to go. and Maybe we wouldn't have that long lockdown. We would head down there. Um, Carol, you're saying you thought they had really cheap 
or free airfare to Hawaii just to get people there a few months ago. Yeah, well, I don't think that's going on now. Um, <clears throat> Laura, you ran late. Hello from the Atlanta airport. You're heading to Miami. Boy, you're busy. Uh, you're not afraid of the airport. I guess I'm not really afraid of the air airport. Oh, Laura, you're saying the rental car thing is a nationwide shortage, actually. That's interesting. How can there be less people uh, traveling on airplanes and more people renting cars? <laughs> Pandemics are a pain in the ass, Dave. I guess that's the answer. Your company's been sending notices about the rental car shortage. Interesting. I didn't realize that. Robinson, you're saying Iceland has reopened for vaccinated Americans recently. Uh, Robinson, highly recommend Iceland. We went there with a the family, rented a van, circumnavigated the country, camped in the van and stayed in hotels. Uh, highly recommend Iceland. You should go. Um, if you've never seen Justified, you should try to find the series. Don, yes, I watched Justified for a while. Um, and then I, and I kind of dropped off. I think I might have to go pick it back up. Actually, one of the actors in Justified, Walt Goggins, I can't remember the name of his character on Justified, but Walt Goggins was in my acting class prior to his massive success. Um, just to bring things back to me, which is very important to me. Um, sold a lot of rental car stock during the pandemic. I bet some people did. Right? We should be buying it, maybe. Maybe they're renting cars to drive to, to vacation. Um, yeah, I, you're probably right, Dave. Rental car companies probably slowed down on the buying of cars while everything was locked down. Now they can't new one, get new ones since the microchips are back ordered. Yeah, those damn microchips. Well, we all know that all the, a lot of those microchips went into the vaccine. We're all riding around with microchips. Anyway, just a joke. Uh, Walton Goggins, heart pick. Yep. Um, it's the same for rental golf carts, Bob is saying. The supply chain worldwide is disrupted. Carts that were in the rental pool uh, were promised for sale at a certain time, but the replacements are months behind, so you're operating in a gap. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Boyd Crowder, Carol. Yeah, that's, the, that's his, that's his uh, character's name. Um, oh, darn it. Did I miss the... Oh, here. So they sold the rental cars because of the demand. Oh, Brad. Well... Who knows? Anyway, so I've got the I've got the story from Wisdom of Our Fathers. Uh, we're going to go long. We better get started. Um, and this one is called the Proposal. I picked one that's a it's a little bit of a longer one of these because uh, because I knew we were up against it um, to get it in. And I did like this story uh, because I could kind of relate to some of the thoughts personally, as in when I've given advice to other people who are in this situation. And uh, also possibly, well, I didn't get this talk from my dad because when Lady Jerry and I found each other, it was on like Donkey Kong, as they say. Um, so this, this is uh, Wisdom of Our Fathers, uh, Tim Russert's book. When I finished college and dad was driving me home, he said, you're a little screwed up. And this is a, a man, a man child. What do you mean? You've grown into a good-looking man, but you have a strong back and a quick mind, but you worry too much about money. We never had any money, so of course I'm concerned about it. You don't know what it's like not being able to take my girlfriend to a movie or a dance. 
Well, he said, don't worry about money. Worry about being the best at whatever you do. It may be hard for you to imagine, but we are miles better off than my parents. Then he said, hey, have you ever seen a hearse with a luggage rack? So this dad has got a, he's really pulling on all the stops. You don't need to worry about money. You're better off than your parents were. Hopefully that's still true of a lot of people. And you never see a hearse with a luggage rack. In other words, I think he's trying to say you can't take it with you. In the next few years, I was so focused on my career that I lost my wife, who'd been my college sweetheart. Dad said, look here, have you ever heard of the art of living? That's when you can't distinguish between a man at work or at play. By the way, how are your funds holding up? Now, he's, now his dad's asking how his funds are holding up because he was so worried about money before, but now he's lost his wife, and he's not worried about money. He says, Dad, I said, I make almost twice as much as you. <laughs> I don't recommend saying that to your father. It kind of hurts his feelings. It sort of makes him proud and hurts his feelings at the same time. It's not recommended, but I get it. Um, then his dad said, yeah, I know. Uh, I just like to hear it. I was 27 when I met uh, Jamie, an Ivy League beauty. So he's 27. This is his second marriage is coming in at 27. Met Jamie, an Ivy League beauty, who loved me and I loved her. But I was still snake bit from my first mistake. So I wanted to live with her before getting married. And that was fine with Jamie. But my going to mass twice a week mother was less than pleased. You were raised better than that, Dad told me. But listen, son, son... Times are different. I'm not saying I condone what you're doing, but figure out what you need to figure out, and I'll keep your mother at bay. Two years later, when Jamie and I were living in Albuquerque, my parents were in Indianapolis, his dad calls and says, Tom, we need to talk. What's your Friday like? I'm going to skip over a little bit. He has him fly up, and he says, it'll only take about an hour. We can talk at the airport. You're going to have a busy weekend. Um, so he gets off the plane, and he sees his dad. He gets, his dad says, let's get down to business. You in or out? In or out of what? With Jamie. Jamie's great. Terrific. When's the wedding? Whoa, Dad, who said anything about a wedding? Then his dad says, and this is, I, I've given this advice before, too. I've said to, to friends, you know, look, I know that things are different than when I was your age, but when it comes to matters of the heart, not much has changed. Jamie's a beautiful young woman. Your mother and I adore her, but that's not the point. You owe it to Jamie to be in or out. She's quite a gal. And she might be the mother of your kids someday. Treat her like it. You guys are young and have a lot on the ball. This country needs good families, not selfish young adults. So are you in or out? I might not have said selfish young adults, but it's like, look, if you're living with somebody, either shit or get off the pot. Get So, Dad, I'm in. But why do you say I was going to be a busy weekend? And his dad says, well, you could be shopping for a diamond ring if she says yes. And if she says no, you'll be packing her stuff up and putting her in a new apartment. Um, and then, he, then Tom says, you want me to propose now? And he says, I think your chances are better in person. Save, have a fun trip. So he goes home. Tom goes home. Eight months later, we were married. And Dad was his best man. Six months later, we took uh, my parents on a vacation to Hawaii. Ten months after that, Dad died in his sleep. There's always a dead father at the end of these, <laughs> I got to tell you. But uh, I did like I did like the advice he gave him. I, I feel like that's good relationship advice. I, I remember my friend, neighbor Ken, rest in peace. That's his Red Sox hat up there. Um, he had a girlfriend for a long time, and, and they just could never... 
they could never he he just couldn't bring himself to pulling the trigger on on getting married and so they split up and then uh, he regretted it afterwards i do know that he regretted it um but he just wasn't he just couldn't pull the trigger um Okay, Keys, you're saying, how did On Like Donkey Kong come to, come to be? I'm not sure. <laughs> you can tell me that Donkey Kong has been off for years in your house. Well, I believe it. Um, wow, Carol, you're saying back in December, uh, Hawaii was offering free round trips for remote workers. That's interesting. Um, I, I wasn't aware of that. We could have maybe, maybe headed down there, Lady Jerry and I as uh, remote workers. I mean, I'm, I'm working remote right now. I could basically do this. I've done it from the truck. I can do it from anywhere. So uh, it's too late. But when they invent that time machine, maybe I'm going to be heading down to Hawaii to do some remote work last December. Oh, my God. We just watched Tenet. 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 Not Tenant. Tenet. Over the weekend on HBO. And uh, if you are ready to get confused, check out Tenet on HBO Max. Oh, I love a good sci-fi. I love some time travel. Um, the lead actor in Tenet, uh, David... God, I can't remember his name. He's also in Black Klansman. Uh, terrific. I love him. And... Uh, and... Uh, uh, God, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember the... <sighs> Married to Emma Thompson. He plays a Russian guy in the movie. He's great. But it's very confusing because uh, because they can not only time travel, they can also go backwards in time. Uh, and so figuring out what the hell is going on, I had to go and read a thing on Vulture about what happened. So this is what I recommend. You watch Tenet. Uh, just try and go with it. Don't worry too much about whether you're understanding everything or not. And then go to Tenet Explanation and uh, read the thing on Vulture, which is pretty funny, that helps you understand what the hell happened. Um, uh, Jen, you're saying you can't watch that it's the company that laid you off. Oh, I don't know what that means, but... Um, <laughs> they probably didn't make the movie. Dork. Oh, Tenet is the company that laid you off? I don't think they did make that movie. I don't think... That, anyway. I was going to ask a question from the question box. Uh, because... Oh, which is the most important freedom? Freedom of religion? Freedom of speech? Freedom of the press? Freedom to petition? Or freedom to assemble? Wow. Well, I think we need all of those freedoms. <laughs> which is the most important? Hey, question box, Stowaway on Netflix is good. Okay, Robinson, I'll check that out. Um, which is the most important freedom? Freedom of religion, well, I'm not a religious person, but I, w I would hate for someone who was religious to not be able to practice the religion that they wanted to practice, although I'd ask them to please mind their own business um, and stay out of my business. But then freedom of speech... You gotta let them try and mind your, tell you things. Freedom of the press, that's an important one. Freedom to petition, freedom to assemble. Man, all the freedoms. These are some good freedoms that we've got here in the United States. Um, or so they say. 
Bob, you're saying freedom of speech. Yeah, I think that that's a good one. I think if we had to, if we had to pick one, that freedom of speech kind of allows you can you can without that one, the other freedoms are not so uh, not so powerful. So yeah, freedom of speech. I agree with you, Bob. I guess, I guess I agree with you. I guess I do. And also, thanks for the golf cart thing, Rachel. You're saying you both like Tenet and Inception. You have to really go with them and not think about them too much. Yeah, yeah. The 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 time travel dream dream reality. Yeah, you got to go with them, not think about them too much. But then you also got to think about them. Brad, you're saying has Borgen on Netflix been mentioned before? Yes, uh, I think we have talked about it. Brad, uh, Lady Jerry, and I watched Borgen when we had to borrow bootleg DVDs from our neighbor. And, uh, yeah, Borgen on Netflix is, is really great. The acting is in that is terrific. Um, you do have to read the subtitles, but I think it's well worth it. And if you can get the, the original Danish, uh, Swedish bridge series, I also recommend that when you're going down the, uh, the Danish rabbit hole. Um, freedom of speech, Robinson saying, definitely. I got you. Um, you watched infinity room on Amazon prime. Pass. Ooh, okay, Jen. It's important that we clear the decks of, of nonsense as we head into the final stages of the lockdown here and elsewhere in America. So I think I told you I'm in contact with the people who make the camper, the Kimbo, and it turns out Lady Jerry was asking me, oh, do they include the cushions and the fabric boxes that you put your belongings in? And I was like, oh, I think some of that stuff is just... That that's just they use that for the photos, but it turns out I was wrong. Lady Jerry was her suspicions were correct. So it's the I've been in touch with the people who make the camper. It I'm very excited we're picking it up. It, the dream is becoming real, and we're starting to book campsites for our trip in June to go up there. Um, wait. Oh. You're saying Infinity Room was good. You were thinking Stowaway. Oh, okay, Jen. So we're back. We're yes on Infinity Room and no on Stowaway. Oh, boy. It's a little, a little tricky. Um, Stowaway wasn't good. That's what you're clarifying. Anything good on Prime. Haven't watched anything that has required more than a three-minute attention span in a couple of years. Might be ready to get back into something. Yeah, well, there's a lot of good things on Prime, Dave. Uh What's the one that we we were just watching? Uh, New Tricks is a UK uh, show that we were enjoying. New Tricks, and there's a lot of seasons of it. It's about this police woman who has a uh, has a kind of a a bad demotion, uh, an incident that gets her demoted. So then she gets put on this task force of three older male cops that are retired that come back to work with her to solve. Um, Un, still open uh, cases from the past, and uh, I feel like the characters of the three guys and her, the combination of the four of them working together, and the one younger guy in the office is pretty good. So, uh, so Lady Jerry and I are enjoying um, new tricks on Amazon Prime right now. Um, all right, uh, I think that that's uh, enough of an extended uh, dance mix 
for today, and uh, we can head in to seize the day. Of course, tomorrow we've got, uh, oh, oh, I can't remember. Maybe tricky tomorrow, uh, so I may have to pop on and off because uh, Fanula does have a basketball game tomorrow. I'm just not sure of the time. So tomorrow's show uh, may be janky, janky dodgy. Um, So, Keith, you're also heading out in June, making a big circle up north and ending up in Oregon and Washington area before heading home. Well, Keith, we'll have to <laughs> compare notes. We're going to be up in the Seattle area in the uh, June 17th-ish. So, uh, oh, new tricks in corner gas, you're saying, Dave. Okay, somebody said corner gas. I'm going to have to check that out. Uh Bob, you're very welcome for the extended version today, and uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to have a full show tomorrow. If not, the Bible and the letter from Grandma would be the next day. If I just have to come on and say hi tomorrow, uh, we'll do that, but hopefully we'll be able to do a full show. I was hoping to put the Mevo back in play today because I was trying a new configuration, but of course, true to form, the Mevo refused to comply with the resolutions. All right. June 17th is your birthday pick. Awesome. Well... Oh, Rachel, I hope that the song on Friday was good enough for your birthday, but happy birthday. I hope you seize the weekend. But right now it's time to seize the day. Seize the day, everyone. Um, we're headed out to get the camper, Dave, on June. We'll leave here on June 11th. We drop our daughter on the 13th, and then we'll be up in uh, the Seattle area, which is where they make the camper, the Kimbo, and picking it up on June 16th, 17th-ish. Um Exactly ish, not not ish. Uh, okay, what do we got here? I'm trying to find one that I. <laughs> uh, Maya Angelou, heard of her? Maya Angelou, I like this one. Maya Angelou, today sees the day is from Maya Angelou. Um, this is a wonderful day. I've never seen this one before. I like it. I like it. That's the that's the attitude that we'd all like to have every day, right? This is a wonderful day. I've never seen this one before. Wonder how it turns out. Uh, I hope you all get a happy ending tonight, or <laughs> whatever that means to you. And uh, I hope you take care of each other. Thank you for being here. Uh, happy Monday. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. And... Uh, Let's do Monday night with our full full intensity. Let's go let's go full full intensity tonight. And I'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks everybody. Mm -hmm.